everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's November 22nd. It's 2021. We have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. 10 games on a Monday and only two game and only two teams on a back-to-back. So uh, fun slate. A lot of news, a lot of stuff that we have kind of question marks going into the slate. So make sure you're paying attention to news throughout the day. You know, if you're a premium member, make sure you get in on crunch time. And if you're not a premium member, make sure you get over to the prop shop. And we got Mr. Prop Shop himself, um, Chief Justice Will Priester. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. I am good. Probably sound like I'm too far away. If so, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. Definitely trying to rock out with our socks out in the uh in the prop shop it's it's been a pretty good weekend um and i think it's going to continue to be good man trying to teach people how to be profitable and um, i think it's working out pretty well and you know if you want to get in the prop shop early uh csgo is starting at 3 a.m and i will have some stuff in there tonight for it so there you have it yeah i mean not many people will listen to this podcast before that happens we'll have some We'll have some NBA stuff, um, maybe some afternoon CSGO. He loves the CSGO. He's been absolutely crushing it. Um, I got to brag on my my dude here. Friday, I don't think I've seen so many 10Xs on prize picks that I've seen on Friday. Um, if it was your first time, if you listen to the podcast on Friday and you, you joined the Discord and it was your first time in the Discord, Listen, I, I, I'm being honest when I say they're not always that good. <laughs> like right, was, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a great day. So um, yeah. if you haven't checked out the Discord, it's in the Roto-Grinders Discord. It's right there at the top. It's free. Um, you don't have to be a premium member. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Will, we got uh, 10 basketball games to talk about today. A lot to break down and cover night before. So let's jump into it. Brooklyn at Cleveland is where we get started. Two eight and a half total. Brooklyn's an eight point favorite. Brown, Claxton, Harris, and Kyrie are all out. And then on the Cleveland side, Mobley and Sexton are out. Osman is doubtful. Um, so we'll start here with the Brooklyn side. There's a few games on this slate, and I don't like to predict blowouts. But there's a few games on the slate that I'm definitely concerned about, and this is one of them. Yeah, I get it, man. Um, I still think Patty Mills is probably in play at, at 4,500. I know KD and um, and uh, um, Harden are going to be in there, but I still think Patty Mills gets up double-digit shot attempts uh, with a chance to hit a few threes and things like that. So I, I do like him, especially with Bruce Brown out. I think that's what kind of helps me feel really comfortable about rolling him out at 4,500. Um, and then we'll just kind of have to go from there and see what happens. But I, I'm with you. I don't really want to play harder and don't really want to play KD, but Patty Mills, I, I would absolutely play. Yeah. I mean, with, with both of the, with both KD and Harden, playing it's just one of those things where there's not going to be many times this season i'll play those guys if one of them sits i I completely understand it uh the secondary pieces like you said i think patty mills is okay i mean i think we do have a lot of value on this slate i think at 4500 he's kind of he's kind of right where he should be um he's another one that i'll definitely be looking at like on the prop side of things tomorrow because he has gone over 20 points actual points in three of the last four games with Harris um, and Brown out now as well, Bruce Brown out. So, I mean, look at some value here, I think, on the Brooklyn side. I think James Johnson, someone that could potentially play like 20, 25 minutes. I think Bembry is someone that could play, you know, 20, 25 minutes. I don't really love DeAndre Bembry. And then on the Cleveland side of things, I mean, another piece here missing with um, Osman potentially not playing here. You know, what are we looking at here for for the Cleveland side? It's going to get really interesting, I think, with Cleveland because, um, like you said, with all these guys out, like what what are they going to play? Are they going to ever bump up Kevin Love's minutes? 
like, like, I mean, he's 5,800, so it's not like he's cheap. But I, it, it feels like they don't want to play Kevin Love 30 minutes in. I mean, how about that, man? Just Kevin Love's just kind of out of an NBA rotation. Like, it, it makes no sense. No sense at all. But anyway, he's out. Uh, Jared Allen, is he going to get 30 minutes? If, if he gets 30 minutes, I'm probably interested. Um, but Lori... Lori marketing is back, so he's going to soak up a lot of minutes. I think I really like him on this in, on this slate. Uh, Dean Wade's been having himself some games, but you know he's fifty three hundred now, so I don't feel like I have to play him. Uh, like you talked about, I think I just want to play these cheap guys. I mean, I'm definitely on the Cleveland side, you, you're worried a little bit because. It's just it's tough to kind of guess what the rotation is going to look back look at like with Markinen and Allen back. Um, it, are they going to continue to play a Coro forty minutes? Well, probably not. Are they going to continue to play Dean Wade forty minutes? Well, probably not. The guys that are not coming back though, I mean Garland and Rubio, the minutes are there, uh, and like they're not cheap but they're not like overly expensive either um so i mean i think these guys are okay and i mean the 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 rest of the situation i just i don't know what to expect like i mean what type of minutes are we going to see from marketing if we don't get a he's not going to be on a minutes restriction is he going to play 35 minutes here at 5k you can bet that i'm going to take some shots on him in tournaments here at this price if we don't get any news on like a minutes restriction for him because he's just simply too too cheap we got charlotte at washington 216 total in this game washington four and a half point favorites uh, on the charlotte side washington's doubtful on the or yeah washington doubtful <laughs> it messes me up yeah. because <laughs> it did did you you see me catch my yeah show? i get it so wait wait, wait. no no yeah i'm right i'm right, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> uh bertans is questionable and bryant's out on the washington side of things so um i mean for the most part both these teams pretty healthy so let's start with the charlotte side what are we looking at here for the yawning hornets yeah um Terry Rozier at 6K is a guy that I do think we can take some shots on. Like, he's got a little bit of upside. You know, I always mention Kelly Oubre. As you can see, the past two games, 30 minutes, 27 minutes, 24 minutes, like, I like him because this is a guy that can score 30 fantasy points or more in limited minutes. And we don't seem to – or DraftKings seems content leaving him in that mid-4K range. So as long as he's going to stay there – like, if I'm building 150 lineups every night, like, he's going in every night at that price because he can absolutely put up 35 off the bench. So, uh, like him a lot. Uh, Gordon Hayward, he's 6,800. I don't hate it. Um, I really wish he was taking double-digit shots consistently. Like, the other night he had 11 points, eight rebounds, four assists, one block, two steals, and put up 32 fantasy points. Took nine shots, Stevie. Very efficient, four for nine. I mean, had he taken 15 shots, he would have got over 40 fantasy points, I think, you know? So I, I wish he was consistent. I wish he was consistently taking the double-digit shot attempts. And he is most games, and I'm just going to maybe say that was an anomaly, but he's not, you know, he's not getting up into the range that we're seeing with Miles Bridges, who seems to just want to take over. Like the other night he took 28 shots, but you look at the game like 17, 16, 15, like he's taking – a whole lot of shots most games. At 8,200, is it worth it? I don't think so um, because he's not going to drop 50 fantasy points a game. I think he's going to be in that 30, mid-30s range. And so for that reason, uh, I just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a pace down spot for Charlotte going into Washington. You know, Charlotte's a team that's playing fast or third in the NBA as far as pace is concerned. Washington's 25th and – I mean, Washington, we'll see if it continues, but they're fifth in defensive efficiency this season. Um, And Charlotte's, I mean, they're starting to play better defense, but they're still 23rd. So, I mean, like you said, it's just kind of pricing. Is LaMelo, if we didn't live in a salary cap world, is LaMelo a good play? Yeah, I mean, he's a good play every night if we don't have to worry about a salary cap. He's he's very talented. He's averaging 19-7-7, like, 
You know, it's just he's 10-2. And Bridges, like you said, he's shooting a ton. I don't think he shoots 28 times again anytime soon. But, I mean, he's 8,200. And, you know, Hayward's kind of priced right. Rogier is all right. I mean, Charlotte, outside of Oubre, like you mentioned, is just a team that is kind of priced right. And Oubre, it's all about minutes. If he gets minutes, he's getting the usage with the second team, and that's what we kind of want. Um, I mean, it is a 10-game slate, though, so we'll have to see what value opens up today throughout the day. Let's start, you know, go to this Washington side of things. Bradley Beal's 9,300. This is a good matchup. Charlotte is a very bad defensive team, especially guarding, like, the three-point line. And he's coming off of one of his worst three-point shooting um, games this season. I think this is a good spot to potentially go back to the well on Bradley Beal. Um, And, I mean... If Kuzma was cheaper, I'd really like him in this spot. If 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 Trez was cheaper, I'd like him in this spot. I just for me, I, I, I realistically, I think the guy that I'm looking at the most here is actually paying up for like Bradley Beal. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally get it. Like you talk about with Trez, he's sixty two hundred. Like he can still get there at sixty two hundred for sure, right? Because of just what he does, but he is kind of priced out. And that's something I think we talked about uh, earlier this season. Uh, I am with you on Beal at 9,300, like, especially with what he's doing in the peripherals. Like, you know, you look at these assists, Steve, like this is a big deal to me. The other night, 30 points, five assists, six rebounds. The, other, the, the next night, 21, nine and four, like, you know, shot eight for 17. Wasn't terrible. Uh, but I, I really like what we're getting. Uh, with the assists, I mean, it, it's just been fantastic. Uh, he's in the mid forties. This is a spot where he could he could really get off here, especially the three point line. Like that one, could, one for seven could easily creep up to four for seven and get Charlotte. And if he hits three more three pointers, that's nine. T- t- that's ten and a half points. Now he's you know at forty seven and a half. Like that that's a big deal. That that's a big deal. We got Houston at Boston, two 12-and-a-half total here. Boston, a 12-point favorite. Um, Porter Jr., I think the last thing that I read was he's questionable to play in this game. And then on the Boston side, Jalen Brown is expected back. Williams is expected back. They're expected to be full strength for this game. Um, I don't like, again, well, I hate predicting blowouts, but on paper, this game doesn't look like it's going to stay close at all. Um, talk to me about the Houston side here. Well, I mean, you've got uh, Kevin Porter Jr., who is questionable again. And it's like, hey, you know, what What do we do here, right? Like, is he going to play? I, I'm going to assume he's out until proven differently. So Jalen Green is someone that's going to be on my list today. At 4,700, like, I don't mind that. Um, you know, and then you've got, God, man, dare, dare I say Eric Gordon, Stevie, who played 37 minutes against the Knicks, 39 against OKC. I I think we have to play him at 5K. Like, he, he took 13 shots, 17 shots. He can still score. I We might have to. When I, when, I, when I say have to play, I'm saying he's on the list, right? Jay Sean Tate, I, I think he's on the list. Like at 5,200 in this spot, I, I know it's Boston, but man, he, he's on the list. Uh, not as excited about Daniel Tice. Christian Wood is 7,600. He's on the list. I, I think Houston is a little bit too cheap. Is there is there a possible blowout? Like for sure. Man, Houston's a little bit too cheap for, for this spot, I still think, though. My problem with Houston in this spot, um, just in general here, is, I mean, they're getting healthy, too. Like, Daniel Tice is back. Um, so, I mean, if Porter Jr. plays, they're really healthy. I, I think if you're playing Wood... Or if Porter plays, if he doesn't play, if you're playing green, you're playing Gordon, if you're playing these guys, 
feel like you have to kind of pick one of these Boston guys to play. And I mean, they're, they're priced so right that it's really tough to play Boston on the slate. Schroeder is going to see a huge downtick um, with Brown coming back. And Marcus Smart is going to see a downtick with with Brown coming back. So, I mean, if I'm looking at Boston, maybe it's someone like Robert Williams at 6,100 in this spot. And assuming that he comes back and plays 30 minutes and continues to just kind of crush. I'm with you. Um, Definitely in terms of Robert Williams at 61, I like that price. I definitely won't be on – I'm not playing anybody else like Schroeder, maybe smart because he's still kind of that mid 5k range. But, you know, I can't play Jalen Brown at 9,600 or Tatum when they're both going to play. So I'm with you. It's probably just Williams and maybe Marcus Smart for me. We got OKC at Atlanta, 212 total here. Atlanta, 11 point favorites. Um, SGA is questionable. That would make a huge difference in this game. Uh, Bogdanovich is questionable and Hunter is out. I mean, you know, starting with the Thunder's side of this game, I mean, it's a sprained ankle for SGA. If he were to miss this game, it makes, I mean, it makes a huge difference on the slate as far as like potentially game staying close, potential usage. Like if SGA is out, we're looking at Dort. We're looking at Giddy. Um, I, I don't even know. Like I, I would guess it'd be Ty Jerome that would get the start if that happened like i mean your guess is as good as mine what are your thoughts here on the thunder i mean they're a very very interesting team and this could very easily be a blowout for sure i think uh because they are facing atlanta atlanta's i think a pretty tough team um and they're in Atlanta, so I, I definitely, I, I definitely think it's a tough spot for him. I do think Lou Dort would be in play though. Still, um, I feel like you know his minutes are are uh, are safe. You know, if you will, he's playing playing upper thirties may have the ball and he has a little bit more. So I, I like that. Um, you know, Kenrich Williams is a guy that we kind of look at from time to time. Like maybe he gets twenty five plus minutes here. Um, so he would be someone that I think, you know, possibly we'd be interested in. What's going to happen with Darius Baisley? This is going to be a big game for him. I think we've got all these cheap pieces that, you know, we're maybe just kind of trying to figure out, you know, Jay Robinson Earl, he's already playing 28, 30 minutes. I think I just, you know, I think I just take some shots on these guys in tournaments. Yeah, I mean, and on the Atlanta side of this game, Trey Young could crush in this game if it stays close. Capella, I mean, at 7,600, Capella's minutes have, I mean, in close games where he doesn't get in huge foul trouble. He got in big foul trouble um, against Charlotte. But, I mean, in close games, Capella should crush. Um, I, I mean, he crushed in the Charlotte game in 24 minutes, and he was in foul trouble the whole game. So, I mean, I don't mind maybe looking at some Atlanta pieces, but I think this is more, if I'm going to play this game, it'd be more as like a game stack. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely understand it. You know, you talked about Capella. Whew, got it done in a big way. But, I mean, that was 20 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, he's done that, you know, once other, once this season. But most of the time, I think he's going to end up somewhere in the 10 to 12-point range and 10 to 15 rebound range, which may not get it done for us uh, on this particular slate. Um, I, I kind of don't want to play Atlanta. Like the only way I would play Atlanta is if they had like several guys out and that's just not going to be the case. like, I know Hunter's out already, but I mean like Bogdanovich would probably have to sit, um, you know, for me to maybe play some of these other guys like hurt. I don't mind. Um, and Reddish is already cheap enough, but I'm saying like for me to play Trey or John Collins, like I would probably need Bogdanovich to sit as well. Yeah. I mean, pay attention to the news here, but, if Bogdanovich sits too, you know, it definitely opens up stuff, you know. Yeah. You play Kevin Herter, you play Reddish. India against Chicago, 
208 total here. Chicago, a three and a half point favorite. Chicago is on the second end of a back to back. So we'll see uh, if any news can kind of comes out of that. Um, Warren is still out. I know like Vooch missed Sunday's game for health and safety protocols still. So we'll have to see if he's back. And then Williams is still out. But I mean, I didn't see anything that came out of the Charlotte or Chicago news. Um, I will say Caruso's kind of been banged up and and maybe and Kobe White hasn't really been playing a ton of minutes. So I don't know if he would even if it would even matter for him at all. So, um, I mean, looking at the Pacers here, Will, anything standing out to you? I mean, Sabonis is 8,700. Like, is this cheap enough? Like, you know, you look at the Pelicans, he played 22 minutes, Stevie. 22 minutes, put up 2010, six assists, two steals. Like, this this is the Sabonis we want to see, right? The Sabonis that's going to get us 18 real points, 10 to 15 rebounds, three to five assists, blocks, if he's going to do that, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, you know, Chicago is on back to back. So maybe, you know, just maybe he, he does something special for us, but I, I just kind of don't like this team with Karis Levert um, because I feel like he just kind of eats into a lot of people. He, he played very limited minutes the past two games. So I'm expecting him to be back in the thirties. And if that's the case, I'm fully expecting Sabonis to maybe not get there, Brogdon to be close, and he's at 6K and maybe he gets there. But I just feel this is just it's a weird construction of them, and I don't really want to get involved with this team. This whole kind of game, I mean, this is a really good basketball game. Um, yeah. I mean, on paper, this is a really good basketball team, but for game, it's just – I mean, you're getting – Two better defensive teams, I, I think, is the best way to say it. I mean, and two teams that don't play extremely fast facing off against each other. And, I mean, price-wise, could Sabonis and Brogdon crush in this matchup? Sure. I, I mean, Levert and Turner could crush in this matchup. But, I, I mean, I, I think it's less than, like, 30% chance of happening. I think three out of ten games – Sabonis against Chicago goes off in this game. Um, and, and like he is I hate home road splits, but he's been way better at home this season than he has. And I think for the most part, from what I was reading the other day, like Brogdon's kind of an opposite. So maybe I take a shot on him in this game more than anything. So, um, anyway, Chicago side, I mean, Chicago's kind of the same. If Vooch ends up sitting, I think Levine and DeRozan, you know, have upside. It's just if I'm starting to play like DeRozan or Levine, I'm probably running it back with like a Sabonis or a Brogdon and and hoping that like uh, paying up for both of these guys, the game stays super close and you get a really tight game and a, a lot. Of- yeah, for sure. I mean. I think that's all you can hope for here because Levine and DeRozan are about the same price and they they've definitely earned it. Right. Like I'm not saying they haven't, like they've both been stellar. Um, You know, even the game tonight, uh, you know, I think DeRozan had 31 and and Levine had 21 on a bad shooting night. Like they both very well could score 30 real points. So it, it, and when you think about it that way, both of these guys, Stevie, I'm kind of hopping to the prop side to make a point. Both of these guys' props are, have typically been coming in anywhere from 22, 23, 24, 25 and a half. So Levine's been around 25 and a half, and DeRozan's been 23 to 24 and a half most games. And that tells you kind of the fantasy production that's baked in with these guys in terms of real points. Like they're both scoring about 25 a night, which has them. 15 points away from 40, you know, another 10 points or so 25 points away from, from 50. No, I mean, uh, 50 points away from 40 and another 10 points away from 50, excuse me. Uh, and so that's kind of where I think their fantasy value is. And it's been priced into, into them at 9K. DeRozan seems to be um, a little bit more active on the assist side. 
Levine seems to be a little bit more active on the rebounding side from time to time, but they're both kind of getting them sporadically. Um, and I'm, I'm with you. I think if you're going to play them, you just kind of stack this game a little bit. Um, I like them, but I don't love them. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I mean, I think you kind of nailed it. I like them, but I don't love them. Yeah. Orlando at Milwaukee. We just saw this game. We did. And, I mean, it's a 217.5 total. Milwaukee's a 12.5-point favorite. Michael Carter-Williams, Fultz, Isaac, Moore remain out. Cole Anthony and and Harris are both questionable. And then DiVincenzo and Lopez are out for Milwaukee. If Cole Anthony does not play, I mean, he didn't play against the Bucks. Was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, surprisingly enough, that game stayed close, and it stayed closer than I thought it was going to, and I'm pretty sure it stayed closer than most people thought it would. R.J. Hampton, <laughs> 4,200. I mean, if Cole Anthony doesn't play, I feel like we're we're firing up shots – on RJ Hampton here. Look, man, I mean, I think it's the right thing to do. And I feel like we talked about this when we thought somebody else was going to sit. Who do we think was going to sit? And, uh, you know, we, we talked about RJ Hampton. I can't remember who it was, but I mean, this is a guy at 4,200. If he's going to get the minutes, you, you have to consider it, you know, plain and simple. Uh, Jalen Suggs, I think is someone else we could consider. Uh, Franz Wagner, I think he's someone else we can consider. Only played 21 minutes in that Milwaukee game, but could very easily play 30 minutes. Uh, WCJ, right? Are we going to hop off the train or are we going to stay on? I had four personal fouls in that Milwaukee game, which which makes a whole lot of sense to me, uh, probably having to deal with Giannis. But I, I think he's going to turn it around, hopefully. Hopefully he's going to turn it around and you know he'll be right back there. But all in all, I'm with you, man. Jalen Suggs, if Anthony sits, and uh, th- then we're at – I mean, Hampton, Suggs, Wagner, those will be my top three for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this too. If if Anthony sits, there's, there's a decent shot that, like, Milwaukee plays better in this game and Orlando does not keep this game close. Um, I'm just saying, like, in most spots, and if like if Coenthony sits most spots, I would I would love Wendell Carter Jr. But I mean, it's like you just said, Wendell Carter Jr. has got to play against Giannis in this game. Yeah, and that is not ideal for Wendell Carter Jr. Um, I mean, two quick fouls, picked up his third foul. Um, I just, I mean, he didn't check back in either. Like Robin Lopez was getting some run and like the game, the the game finished close, but I mean, it was, it was like at at points they were up by like 25, 26. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to, it's tough to kind of guess. RJ Hampton had a huge fourth quarter in a blowout game. So maybe I don't even look at him. Maybe I'm just you know, out on the magic here if Cole Anthony plays or sits. And, I mean, Milwaukee, sure, these guys could do really well. Giannis, if this game were to stay close, could crush. He put up 74 against the Magic the other night. Three blocks, two steals, 20 rebounds, 30 points. I just, I don't know. I worry about this game staying close at his price. Yeah, um... They could absolutely hammer this team. And now with, you know, people back, Holiday, like you talked about. Grayson Allen's been shooting the ball fairly well most games, fairly well. Giannis doesn't have to do it all right now. And, I, you know, I did want to check the standings because last I checked, they were out of the playoffs currently. And it's still early. This is too, too early to tilt, right? Like, that, that's not what this is about. But right now they're back in the AFC. They're 9-8. and eight. I'm sure they'll start winning games. And before you know it, they'll creep right back up into the top you know, top two or three, but um, I'm, I just kind of don't want to play Milwaukee at full strength here mostly. And so I, I'm out. 
kind of how I feel. We got Minnesota at New Orleans. This game is a 216 and a half total. Minnesota is a two-point favorite. Okaji and Reed are questionable. And on the New Orleans side, Graham is questionable and Zion remains out. We'll start here with the Minnesota side of things. Um, I mean, this team's playing really good basketball. Russell's playing good. Edwards is playing good. Um, Cat's healthy. Patrick Beverly is someone that, I mean, you can't look at the Memphis game. They kind of blew out Memphis the other night. And, I mean, they've been playing good basketball where a lot of their recent games haven't stayed close. So, I mean, it's tough to kind of, um, you know, look at that whole box score type of thing with them. Yeah, absolutely. I I like Cat in this spot. I will tell you that. At 9,500, I think this – now now we've gotten back, in my opinion, to really fair Carl Anthony Towns pricing, I think. Um, Anthony Edwards, 7,400. Stevie, what, why did the prices drop in this particular matchup? It doesn't make much sense. Like, this is the spot they should, quote, unquote, crush, and the prices went down. I mean, we've seen Anthony Edwards, 84, 79, 71, 77, 8K. He's 7,400. I, I like Minnesota on this slate. Like, Cat, Edwards, I like these guys. Uh, even D'Angelo Russell. I like him too. I don't. I don't think I like him as much as Edwards and Cat, but those two, man, wow, F- feels like great pricing to me for what should be a fairly good spot. Uh, talk to me here. What do you think on the? You know, when we're looking at the Pelicans side of this game, they're a tough team to kind of figure out for me. Um, I mean, I don't ever feel like I get Valanciunas and Ingram right. You know, Valanciunas, 8,900, he he seems like he's too expensive. Brandon Ingram, 7,900, like, I don't know if he's had a game over 50 fantasy points this season. (laughs) I get it, man. I I definitely get it. I think at 79, um, he has not had a game over 50, but he's been close. 48 was his... uh, his closest, but yeah, I'm with you. I don't think we have to play Brandon Ingram. I don't think that's that's uh, completely necessary, and I don't feel like I have to do it now. You know, with with Devontae Graham being questionable, you know, how much is that going to open it up for Nikia Alexander Walker at 5400? Like he would be someone I think we could get in on. But Stevie, the other thing is, is that also going to open up for Tomas Sadoransky? Like he's played 25 minutes and 20 minutes the past couple of games. Not doing a whole lot, but I did just want to point that out. Like, if Devontae Graham sits and we're getting Tomas Sadoransky at 3K, I I might be in on that. And I, I just think he might be too cheap if he was going to gonna start or, or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never know. Uh, I, I think you're only looking at him if Graham doesn't play right, though. I, I mean... I don't know if I still play with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. All right. Phoenix at San Antonio. This is a back-to-back for Phoenix. Collins remains out. Um, I, I I mean, I don't think Kaminsky plays. Uh, there was a report that he's out indefinitely uh, for Phoenix. So let's start with the Suns. Uh, I mean, second end of a back-to-back. But, uh, I mean, this should be one of those games that has potential to stay close. It should. Um, definitely think Phoenix is the better team. Uh, DeAndre DeAndre Ayton's been playing well at 7,100. I don't hate it. Like, he would probably be, you know, in terms of their top-tier plays, I, I, would, pro- I would probably play him. Mikel Bridges, I don't hate as well. Um you know, Jay Crowder's going to get minutes at 4,200. Like, you can always play him, but I don't think he's the best value. Um, mainly Aiton, I think, and uh, and Bridges for me. Yeah, I mean, Aiton is someone that I really like. Chris Paul always has, like, that triple-double upside. Um, I mean, double-double is more likely. Just 8,400 is a, is a tough price. I mean, Booker... It doesn't seem like he has his highest ceiling with Chris Paul playing with him and Aiden playing well. So, I mean, I think Phoenix is just kind of priced right. Um, I I mean, 
Cam Johnson is 3,500. If we don't get a ton of value today, maybe you could take a shot on him in tournaments and just hope that he gets that like six, seven X game. Uh, talk to me. What do you think about these Spurs? Oh, well, muting the mic. I like them. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Got him again. I like the Spurs. Devin Vassell's priced up now, though. Man, God, I was hoping we were going to get get cheap Devin Vassell one one more time. But DeJounte Murray, I do like. At 9,200 in this spot, Stevie, like this at home against a competitive team where they're going to need to play a little bit, he's going to get the minutes. Like this is an upside game for DeJounte Murray. Mark, mark my words on this. Um, has clearly separated himself from Derek White. But I like Derek White in the spot at 4900 I think he's a little bit too cheap. Uh, you know, Keldon Johnson's just okay. Jakob Podol is back. Like, but DeJounte, this is his game. Yep, this is his game, man. I mean, he's always the guy that I like to play. I know he's so expensive, but he has 60-plus point upside he has the ceiling to pay this price off and he's going to come in at like three to 5% ownership. Um, yeah. and that's just like on a consistent basis. So uh, Memphis at Utah, we got a two twenty and a half and a half total here. Um, Austin Eckler, another touchdown. He's insane tonight. Utah 10 point favorites. Um, <laughs> like I just kept going. That's I, I like it. Uh, Brooks, Brooks is doubtful, and then Melton is out uh, for this game already. So let's start with the Memphis side. I mean, uh, that's some big news as far as just kind of looking at this team in general. It's a tough matchup going up against Utah. Obviously, there's going to be some minutes here for you know a guy like maybe like Tyus Jones at 3,400, especially if Brooks ends up not playing um, on the doubtful side of things. So I think Bain... And Tyus Jones get the big biggest bump here with these guys potentially out. I mean, John Morant and Triple J and these guys always are are, are interesting. Kyle Anderson, um, but I think this is a spot I'll fire some Tyus Jones because I mean, even if this game doesn't stay close, I feel like he's going to be on the safer side of these minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um, look. We know who Tyus Jones is, right? He, he's a guy that typically when guys are out, he comes in and performs well. Uh, played at Duke, consummate professional seems to be. Uh, would you think he probably gets about 25 minutes in this spot, Stevie? Tyus? It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Around 25 minutes because, you know, you look, Melton was playing, you know, well, it, it come down, but 17, 19, 17, 23 and, and Tyus was already playing, you know, 15 minutes anyway. I think, you know, 20 to 25 minutes is right where he is. So I, I'm in on that. Um, you know, Desmond Bain probably plays this 25 to 28 minutes, which is per perfectly fine. Um, the thing is, though, Stevie, if these guys might play 30 minutes un unless, they, unless they mix back in Kyle Anderson. And they all end up playing 25 to 28 minutes. You get you get what I'm saying? I think that's probably more likely than one of them playing 30. Would you agree that Kyle Anderson maybe gets a bump, Tyus gets a bump, maybe Bain gets a bump back to 30, and then we end up with this three guys play 28 minutes type deal? Assuming that Brooks sits two, yes. Yeah. I, I think that's how Yeah, they, and they're thinking he's doubtful, so yep. – I'm thinking he's out. So three guys playing 28 minutes. Tyus Jones is probably the – he's the most value because of the price. If Kyle Anderson got 28 minutes, though, uh, that'd be tough to pass up at 4,400. I mean, on the Utah, the Utah side here, I mean, Mitchell and Gobert, but I think this is a spot Mike Conley might be too cheap. He hasn't had like a really big game here recently. You know, when he puts the points together, he hasn't really been putting the assists together. I feel like he, his production has dropped enough now and his price is like 
super fair at 5,700. This is a guy that can score 40 fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Here's what I will say. How, how do you feel about in terms of this whole spot? How do you feel about the blowout here? Let me ask you that. Like, Utah's at home. Memphis is, is going in there, going to be dealing with the elevation a little bit. Like, how close do you think this game is? Like, like realistically? I mean, I feel very confident that Utah has a chance to win the championship this year. So, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've said it multiple times. I think they're very underrated how good they are. Um, I mean, they're a 10-point favorite at home in this game. And, I mean, that says a lot uh, against a Memphis team that, I mean, I wouldn't say they're a bad team. I mean, they're no. eight, they're 8-8. Eight and eight. It's just Utah's really good. You know, you look at Utah and, across the board, they're they're second in net rating. You know, Memphis is 25th. And, uh, I mean, you're always worried about a blowout when you're that far off in net rating. I mean, Memphis being 8-8, eight and eight, I think, tells us kind of where they are, right? They do have a superstar talent in John Morant, but they're still not over the hump. And so when, when I think about that, and look, no no team is safe. Every team is going to lose a game they shouldn't lose. Uh, you know, with Gobert at 83 and Mitchell at 85, like we we haven't really seen the upside for Mitchell consistently this year. I, I definitely think this is a spot we can get on board at 8,500. I, I don't hate it at all. Mike Conley at 5,700. I wish the minutes were in the 30s. They're just not in the 30s right now. If he gets back in the 30s at any point and they don't tell us, though, this price is going to be, I think, a little bit too cheap uh, for what we're getting. I do think on, on, the, on the cheap side, though, Royce O'Neal, this feels like a good game for him where he can kind of get out there and be active. So I, I, I like him in this spot on the cheap end. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, yeah, I mean... I feel like if you're playing Utah, uh, the, so I mean, I look at it this way, right? So if you're getting some exposure to Tyus Jones and some of this value on the Memphis side, not a lot of people are going to run it back with the Utah side. So, uh, I mean, that that is a way to, you know, make your Memphis value a little different tournament. So yeah. we finish it out with Philly at Sacramento. This is the 10 o'clock game. It's like an hour break between um, games here. I kind of like when that happens because if you're behind and you need to make some adjustments, you can. Two seventeen and a half total. Sacramento is a two point favorite. This line's interesting. Um, Embiid, Green, and Simmons are out. Tobias Harris. Um, there was a report that said he was questionable. Um, so we'll have to see. Like it was on the actual injury report. But, I mean, I've looked in multiple places and haven't seen it outside of that. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think he plays for what it's worth. Talk to me here about the 76ers. Yeah, man. Um, so, first of all, Tyrese Maxey is now at 7,400. And if you haven't been watching, like, you don't know what's going on. But, man, he's been ridiculous in some of these games Saturday against Portland 28, nine and three uh, can't, can't ask for, for much more than that. So uh, I, I like him here in a matchup with Sacramento, Stevie, I'm thinking that no one's going to play Tyrese Maxey at 7,400. And like, this is the spot where <clears throat> I think you could pay up to get a little bit contrarian. Like he could, he could go off here. You know what I mean? So I, I really, I really like him. Seth Curry is another guy that I think has blow up spot potential here. And keep your eye in a prop shop. His assist prop has been two and a half most of these games recently. I don't think it's coming in at two and a half again. Uh, but if it does, well, we're going to hammer the over. I'm just putting that out there early uh, for, for those of you uh, listening. Uh, and then, you know, Cork Maz, he's been, you know, okay recently just in terms of you know, getting those 18 points, but you know, we want a little bit more than that, but I do think Tobias Harris is viable in this spot against Sacramento as well. 
Oh, good old Tobias. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Steve, I went back to the well uh, on all of those plays that didn't come through during the week, like the point props, Tobias, and, all that, and everybody crushed on Saturday except Gordon Hayward. He missed it by like four, four points or something like that. But that's another secret to the to the prop game, folks. You play these guys in good spots, and then what ends up happening is a lot of times they'll drop their point total down a whole half a point. So I went right back to the well on Sabonis, Schroeder, Tobias Hare, you know, that group, and they all crushed. So just a little prop tip for everybody. I mean, on the king side of this game, um, I mean, Fox and – Barnes is like he's kind of I don't I, I don't get it like his price a week ago was 7300 the production has been down I get it I just I mean he's another guy you know we just got to talking about Conley I think like I might just start jumping on these guys and just saying all right they might actually just be too cheap yeah I'm with you yeah Barnes again I, I do feel like the De'Aaron Fox is kind of getting into this this weird let me take over the team role right now, but uh, he he's he's too cheap, man. I, I I think he's too cheap for this spot too. Even against Philly, like they're both uh, too cheap. So I I I like it a lot here. Um, I, I like the spot. Halliburton at fifty nine hundred. Don't mind that um, from Sack. Uh, Rashawn Holmes at sixty one. Uh, I don't. I don't hate that either. Like the, these are all guys that I would be in on. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. A lot of news, you know. I look at slates before we get started, and like I'm like, all right, there's some news on the slate, and then like sometimes I get done with the slate, and I'm just like, you know what? There's a lot to pay attention to um, on this slate for sure. Yeah. Let's go. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Man, we've actually got a lot of options. I'm going to try to go with someone that I already know that I think is going to be in. Give, give me Patty Mills against Cleveland at 4,500. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm going to go bounce back game here for Franz Wagner, um, 4,100, going up against Milwaukee for Orlando. I think he's someone that, I think he's someone that could really bounce back here. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? I'm going to go with Devin Booker. I know I could go with some of these higher guys, but, man, we talked about it. We think his, his, his upside is capped as long as this team is healthy. I'm going with Devin Booker. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go Harden, 11 yeah. 6 I get it. He's just, I mean, he's not the same when um, KD's on the floor. People that box score and look at that 70, um, he's my bust today. Who's your yeah. uh, Who's your favorite 6X play today? Man, that, there's so many. Um, oh. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to save that one for the let's get, let's get weird. That's what I'm going to, I'll say that for let's get weird. Give me DeJounte Murray. I right. like DeJounte to go 6X today. All right. I'm going to go Mike Conley. I just, I yeah, think Mike Conley like is just too cheap today. Um, if that game could stay close and let's get weird GPP play of the day. You said you got one. Who you got? Bro, Tyrese Maxey. I think he's over. I think I don't think he's overpriced, but I think he's priced up to where we don't want to pay this price. He's in a match matchup with Sacramento. I think the upside's there. Tyrese Maxey. Let's get weird. Also, also was going to be my six X, but I want to hold that one. I like it. Um, I'm going to go Bradley Beal. I don't think he's going to get a ton of ownership in this day, uh, on today's slate with all these high priced players in good spots. Um, I hope he goes overlooked today. I really like Bradley Beal in this spot. Um, I mean, we have some lines out. Uh, anything standing out to you here on the betting side before we get out of here? 
Um, I, w- I would say props to look out for, and I, and I know we're, we're, we're talking about now. I am going to take whatever whatever the score is for Phil, whatever the line is for Philly sack, I'm taking the over, whatever that is. A line to look out for, I would say look out for a, you know, uh, six and a half Tobias Harris prop, two and a half um, uh, assist prop for um, for Seth Curry, a 14 and a half point prop for uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, let's see what else. I'm just trying to think of props that would be there. Maybe they're probably going to come in with Patty Mills at 14 and a half for real points. If it's 13 and a half, then, you know, we, it's a little bit softer. Look out for that. Uh, Bradley Beal is probably going to come in at five assists. I know I'm talking about all these things. Uh, and then Dennis Schroeder, if he comes in at 18 and a half, I'm going to be really inclined to take the under with Jalen Brown coming back. So just those couple, let's just just be on the lookout. All right. Um, I mean the Philly Sacramento games at two seventeen and a half. I like the over in that game as well. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Milwaukee minus twelve and a half against the Magic. Um yeah, I mean a lot of these lines are kind of close today. And I mean Utah minus ten too. I just anyway. I'll definitely be I'll be over there on scores and odds today. There'll be a couple things, I'm sure, uh, in the morning when I'm looking at, like, player props that stand out to me, and I'll post those over there on scores and odds. If you haven't checked it out, link is in the podcast subscription. Um, Will will have some fantasy props for, I mean, my dude does everything. So check out the the prop shop, a.k.a. Stevie's Chop Shop, um, because I go in there and I get money, so... Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, It's always fun. That's going to wrap it up for today. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.